A somewhat famous Florida man punched a woman after saying the wrong name in the bedroom. It's alligator mating season in Florida. A substitute teacher was arrested for letting a seventh grader use her vape. And Florida passed a bill allowing radioactive material to be built into the roads. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, and they are all from the state of Florida. Because on Friday on Weird AF News, we only do weird news from Florida, as you've requested. White boy Rick is arrested in Miami, Florida. He's accused of punching a woman after saying the wrong name during sex. That's a lot to wrap your head around. Who's white boy Rick? Well, he's a guy who spent three decades in prison. He's from Michigan. He was a drug dealer and eventually an undercover FBI informant. There was a movie of the same name, White Boy Rick, starring Matthew McConaughey. Well, white boy Rick can't keep his hands to himself and apparently says the wrong name in bed. This time in Miami-Dade County. The police officers arrested Richard White Boy Rick Worshi Jr., age 53. This was Tuesday. They're accusing him of attacking his girlfriend of four months during a fight at his condominium. Um, They got into an argument during sex, according to the police. The details are as such. While the two were having sexual intercourse, Florida man, white boy Rick. I don't even know why anyone would sleep with someone named white boy Rick, but apparently they do. White boy Rick uttered another woman's name while they were having sex, breaking one of the bedroom commandments. You know, thou shall not utter another individual's name while you're having sex. And thou shall make sure the sheets are clean. Uh, Now, after he uttered another woman's name during intercourse, the woman quickly moved away to get out of the bed. Naturally, she was insulted. Uh, She probably had a a real realization there like, oh, uh, of course, this is white boy Rick. What did I expect? This was going to go well? No, of course, it's not going to go well. Uh, When she tried to get away from white boy Rick, the Florida man forcefully grabbed her left arm and snatched a diamond bracelet and necklace that he bought for her. Why was she wearing those while they were having sex? That seems strange to me. Take off your diamonds, girl. What are you doing? She managed to pull away. She threw a shoe at him and it missed. The police have all the details here. Is this on video? Um, White boy Rick caught up to her and punched her as a... you would expect someone named White Boy Rick to do. He's not above punching a woman. <laughs> there was a witness who reported seeing White Boy Rick punch his girlfriend in the chest. Who is this witness and why were they, why were they there? <laughs> Who's hanging around watching White Boy Rick get it on? <laughs> what the hell, man? Maybe this person was uh, you know, invited to join. Are we sure uh, White Boy Rick didn't yell out the name of the other person that was in the room just to make sure they were still there? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to yell out somebody's name, make sure they're at least in the room. Then you can go, no, I was, I was, I was making sure Karina was still here. Uh, now they're giving some background on uh, white boy Rick. He became a federal informant at the age of 14. His, resu- his work resulted in the convictions of some big-time Detroit drug kingpins. He was then later arrested himself in 1987 for a lot of grams of cocaine and a lot of cash, spending decades behind bars in Michigan and Florida. I will now end this segment with an impression of white boy Rick calling his girlfriend to get him out of prison. You better come pay my bail, Nancy. It's Kathy. 
It's alligator mating season. It's alligator mating season in Florida. It's mating season. You can get impregnated by an alligator in Florida. Florida. I don't think you can get impregnated by an alligator in Florida, but you certainly can get mauled and uh, dragged into a pond. <laughs> so be careful. They're a little ornery right now in Florida, these gators. It's bad enough you got to live with the gators. Imagine you, you're living among the gators during mating season. As the mating season begins, alligators are out in full force. They're all over the place in the Sunshine State, it says. They disrupt traffic, daily routines. Sometimes they severely injure the residents of Florida, although no one seems to give a damn. Because there's alligators everywhere. According to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission, quote, alligators are more active and visible as the weather gets warmer and the mating season kicks off. So all the chaos this season is relatively routine. Relatively. I just pulled up the website for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, who recommend taking some precautions when you're anywhere near the water or anywhere in Florida, just anywhere. It says here, while serious injuries caused by alligators are quite rare, they're offering the following tips about how to safely coexist with them. Keep a safe distance if you see an alligator. Don't feed them. Don't feed them. Swim only in designated swimming areas during the daylight hours. Alligators are most active between dusk and dawn. Keep your pets on a leash as well. You can call the alligator nuisance hotline. Wow, they got a nuisance hotline? <laughs> I love how they call them a nuisance. Yeah, just a nuisance. Yeah, they're not only a nuisance when they're dragging your newborn underwater. The number for this is 866-392-4286. You call that number if you believe an alligator poses a threat to people. Yeah, I mean, you might as well just call them now. I mean, they, they're there and they always pose a threat. So, I mean, and now it's mating season, so the threats are even higher, I'd imagine. Now, what happens if you call the alligator nuisance hotline? Well, it says here, teams of trained and approved trappers respond regularly to phone calls from residents complaining of dangerous or pesky gators. Now, we have higher temperatures going on, which bring the gators out earlier than expected. And the alligators apparently have been running amok, they say. Yeah, amok. Uh, there's been a lot of Floridians out there capturing the ensuing chaos on video. And they included some videos here. I'm sure you've seen them on TikTok. It's not difficult to find videos of alligators destroying local Floridians. Um, although the likelihood of getting seriously injured by an alligator is, is slim, they say. Attacks are not unheard of, and the reptiles are so prolific in the state. There are estimated 1.3 alligators in Florida. Imagine that. So if you happen to be in Florida right now, just be careful, guys. Uh, don't travel alone. And if you're bite-sized, I recommend you stay indoors during the mating hours. And now for the Alligators Everywhere song. Got an alligator in my backyard and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Got an alligator in my patio and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party and nobody cared. Nobody cared. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen and nobody cared because it's Florida. Alligators everywhere and nobody cares in Florida. There's alligators everywhere and nobody cares. 
A Florida teacher was arrested for letting a seventh grader hit her vape. <laughs> you can't make this up. Your teacher letting a seventh grader hit the vape. Well, you know, they work long hours, these teachers. And then I assume they're all vaping to get through it, especially in Florida. And then, you know, there's downtime at lunch. Teachers get a little bored. Maybe one of the students is asking, you know, I'm really having a hard time, teacher, with this material. It's very difficult. She's like, why don't you try this? This might open your eyes to what's really going on. <laughs> this is a very potent sativa. This will get you studying. We have here a substitute Florida teacher. Of course it's a substitute. Can you imagine the quality of Florida substitute teachers? Never mind the regular teachers. The substitute teachers? I'm not surprised at all. This substitute teacher in Lake County, Florida, is facing child abuse charges after the police say she let a seventh grader take a hit off her vape pen. Do you guys know what a vape pen is? Do I have to describe this? Do I have to define my terms for this story? I have many vape pens here because I do a cannabis comedy show, and they, they give them to me. The sponsors give them to me, so I, I have more than I can handle. If you guys want to come stop by my apartment, I'll give you one. Uh, we have the substitute teacher, Jennifer, Jennifer Hale, the Florida woman, arrested last week at the Eustis Middle School. According to the police report, it happened in the last period of the day. It says the substitute, substitute teacher heard the seventh grader talking about his friend wanting to vape, and she gave him hers to take a hit. That's a strange reason to give. <laughs> so he's talking about how his friend wants to vape. Never says he wants to vape. Although maybe he said, my friend would like to vape, and then gave her a wink, you know, as if to indicate, I mean, I would like to vape. Um, I don't know how the student knew the substitute teacher had to vape. Perhaps she was seen hitting the vape during lessons. Uh... Okay, so then she gives him hers to take a hit. Would you like to try the vape, young man? I'm your gateway drug. We have Jennifer Hunter, the mother of the student at Eustis Middle School. She's not too pleased that her son was allowed to hit the vape. <laughs> well, I mean, look on the bright side. Uh, she could have gave him her vape and then pulled his pants down. I mean, you can't put that past a Florida substitute teacher. Okay, so the mother's quoted as saying, Teachers, man, teachers, it's scary now. It's so scary. I never thought a teacher would give my child a vape or someone else's child any of that stuff. I can't believe it. Now, according to the report, when the principal of the school confronted Hale about what had happened, the teacher admitted to it and was escorted off campus and told not to return. Uh, the police say the reason she gave for doing all of this is rather surprising. According to the report, her response was she gave the child the vape to hit because she wanted to fit in. <laughs> she wanted to fit in. <laughs> oh, man. What happened to teachers just wearing a hat backwards, you know, sitting in the chair backwards and talking to the kids about the verbal poetry of Biggie Smalls? I mean, to fit in. What about all of that? <laughs> nope, nope. Hmm, how can I fit in? How about if I could just get high with the class? That sounds good. <laughs> They'll accept me as one of their own. <laughs> She's in her 50s, man. <sighs> how can I fit in? Well, how about if I do a TikTok challenge in front of the class? Yeah, I'll make out with a pit viper while they shoot it on video. That'll do it. Florida lawmakers pass a bill allowing radioactive material to be built into their roads and highways. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Glow-in-the-dark roads. This is amazing. 
This helps the drunk drivers stay on the road. Do you see what's going on here? They realize in Florida, well, everybody's driving drunk and they can't seem to stay straight. Can't even stay on the road. If we make them glow in the dark, perhaps they'll be able to stay on the roads at night at least. Okay, so this bill was passed by legislators. (laughs) I can't believe it. Florida is going to permit the use of some toxic materials. Uh, We have a a material here, phosphogypsum? Phosphogypsum. Phosphogypsum. They're going to allow this in certain road projects in Florida. Critics say this is the first step in a phosphate industry push to eventually use this radioactive waste in roads nationwide. Oh my goodness, we have to brace ourselves for radioactive roads all over the country, starting in Florida. Now, I hate to be the one to say it, but uh, I'm going to push back on adopting anything Florida is doing nationwide, on a nationwide scale. We need to just (laughs) stop right here. Uh, The Environmental Protection Agency is not too pleased about this because they prohibit using toxic radioactive waste in roadway construction because... Get this, guys. Big surprise. It poses an unacceptable risk to road construction workers, the environment, and public health. I know. Can you imagine when you have radioactive waste on top of your roads, how this could be a a nuisance to the environment and a possible public health issue? Well, I mean, it's not like those things have ever stopped Florida from being Florida. They just do what they do down there. This bill would require the Florida Department of Transportation to complete a study on the feasibility of using phosphogypsum as a material for road construction. Uh, we have a quote from Ragan Whitlock, a Florida-based attorney with the Center of Biological Diversity, who says, The only way Governor DeSantis can assure Floridians he's serious about protecting them from this radioactive waste is to veto this bill. This dangerous plan to pave Florida's roads with toxic phosphate mining waste is an egregious handout to an industry that has a lengthy history of damaging the environment and putting public health at risk. Oh, who brought the no fun police? The Center for Biological Diversity. (laughs) Oh, it's so dangerous putting radioactive waste into the environment. Come on, man. How are we going to fill these potholes in Florida, all right? These potholes have got to be filled with something. These potholes aren't going to fill themselves. Why not radioactive waste? (laughs) This is just brilliant. I mean, not only do you get the potholes filled, but you guys know the healthcare in Florida isn't very robust. A lot of people out there might need some radiation treatments and they can't afford it. Well, now they could just go lay down on on the highways (laughs) for a few hours, get their treatment for free on the radioactive roads. I can't, I can't. And now, of course, brace yourselves, Florida. Radioactive meth gators 2023. Let's go. H to the is O, V to the is A. We at Florida News on a Friday. H to the is O, V to the is A. I'm recording in a closet, guys, and losing my mind. But all for a good cause to deliver you some Florida Friday shenanigans. Um, our favorite part of the week. I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida news stories. That was super supremely helpful makes my job a little easier you can always send me stuff to funnyjones at gmail 
Com. You can also call the show if you would like to participate in what's going on here. It's a 646-450-2012. I'm going to publish a couple phone calls after this, including a nice uh, birthday, belated birthday message for me as well. That made me smile. I got an email from, uh, from someone from Tennessee. Oh, Stringer. Brett, Brett and Shannon Stringer from Tennessee. Greetings from Tennessee, Jonesy. My husband and I are both from Florida and moved to Tennessee, and we met while working at Walmart and been married almost three years. We enjoy Florida Fridays and listen to your podcast every night after we crawl into bed. You keep us entertained, and we love your different accents and the Alligators Everywhere song. You are very talented, and thanks for being a part of our lives. Bright blessings. This was a really nice email. Thank you so much, Brett and Shannon Stringer. Shout out to the Stringers in Tennessee, 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 Tennessee. You know how it goes, guys. I've never been to Tennessee, but I would go. I would I would check it out. Um, and uh, if you guys want to just send me a greeting with an, an email greeting, this stuff makes me really smile. This this like made my day reading this. How's that? They met at Walmart and they've been married three years. That's just tremendous over there. Alligators Everywhere song in this episode for you, the Stringer family. So it just worked out that way. Well, anyways, what are you guys up to this weekend, my loyal listeners? I hope you're having some fun. Uh, the weather's getting pretty nice here in Southern California. Um, I'll be making a long drive today to go to a place called Palmdale to do a show. Then I have two shows tomorrow night in town, one in North Hollywood and one in Hollywood. If you're in the area, hit me up. My Instagram is at funnyjones. A lot of details are on there for when I'm performing. Uh, or perhaps you don't want to... Um, you know, expose yourself to my stand-up comedy. Maybe you just like the podcast Jonesy persona, um, and that's okay too. I want to thank everyone who's subscribed and listened to the show over these years. We have a lot of episodes out there. If you'd like to go back and listen, um, there's enough episodes to listen for several months uh, nonstop, I believe. Yeah, we get a lot of episodes here. Anyways, I'm rambling and ranting. If you want to support the show because you think what I'm doing in this closet deserves some support, then go to weirdafnews.com, join the Patreon or uh, buy me a coffee. It's pretty cool. Weirdafnews.com, very easy. Or you can download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. That's another way to do it. These things cost money, but if you want to just help out for free, just tell a friend over the weekend when you're by the pool or the lake or the pond. Or um, If you're in Florida, don't hang out by the pond, by the way, because it's mating season, as you know, for these gators. So just be very careful. Stay indoors. Yay! Oh, happy birthday to you. Hanging in 
hanging in the houses by myself, listening to the funny Jones on Weird AF News, laughing my ass off, listening to reruns all day long, and look forward to new episodes each week. But uh, just wanted to say hey and tell you I love love your show, love it so much, love what you're doing, keep up the good work, and good luck with your life, man. Okay, here's the weird story I heard. Out of Florida. Amos is called. Guy had a heart attack. They pronounce the guy dead. They put a sheet over him. They leave. Somebody's seen the guy moving, so they call another ambulance from another town to pick the guy up. Only in Florida.